This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I just love this. I'm looking at a picture of Judd Zolgad and underneath it says Sports Dad. Sports Daddy. Are you Sports, sports Dad? Sports Daddy. Oh my <sighs> gosh. Hello children, what's going on? <laughs> you little children over there. Yes, I um I spent two years, two football uh, seasons in a Star Tribune experiment living in Green Bay during the season covering the Packers. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Green Bay, and I didn't mind it, but if Green Bay is the best place to, to live, the author of what you just went through should be drug tested immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Not great, huh? Uh, well, it's, you know what? During football season, it's a lot of fun. Because there's, yeah, uh, yeah, I could see there's an atmosphere that's great. It's obviously, it sadly becomes sort of the epicenter of Wisconsin during football season. But I went back for a few of the off-season camps, Tom. And I'm going to tell you right now, it um, there was nothing there. Really? When football clears out, there's nothing there. Yeah, I've never been there. Really? You, you've never been to a Packer game, huh? I've never been to Green Bay, nope. Never been you got to go to a Packer game. What's that that famous golf course on the east coast of Wisconsin there? It's, uh, uh, you know, oh, what the hell's the guy's name? I can't remember. There are like four golf. They played the, uh, I don't know, one of the big turn. turn- yeah, Kohler. Yeah, it's in Kohler. Kohler, yeah. What's the name of that? It's What the hell's the name of that? There are like four golf courses right together there, right? Something like that. Uh, two, that so- three, that three sounds four. right, yeah. But I can't remember the guy's name. Um, beautiful golf mm-hmm. courses, though. That's as close as I've ever been to Green Bay. Packer games are um, are fun. I will say that. Now you don't drink now, so it might not be as much fun. But it's an experience. Everybody else drinks, though. Oh, no. everybody it's, shows it's up hammered. hammered. That's what. Yeah. I, that's what I hear. And they have that like drunk. Uh, they have like that like van. The police come in with. It's like <laughs> a. They just fill that up with drunks. And then until it's full, they don't go back to the station. It's I forget what it's like. Uh, oh, like so, like if someone's like getting thrown out for being intoxicated. Type yeah. Of, okay. Yeah. They ha- it's 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 like a, a truck that has like seats in the back, and Daddy it looks wagon? like yes, and it looks almost looks like, like an old paddy wagon. Yeah, yeah, and that's when go. we were there. I was like, "What's that for?" They go, "Oh yeah, they're they're not gonna go back and forth for every in public oh, intoxication." Sure. So. You're just sitting there with a bunch of people until it's full, <laughs> and then you get to go back to the station. I was like, we should have a reality show that where we just ye- watch those interactions. Yep, you put a, yeah, put a little camera up in the so, get the guy from uh, what's the taxi show that? Oh, your cash, <laughs> cash cab. cab. Get the cash cab. Benjamin something. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that guy Ben. What the hell is? I don't know, name? but I uh, love cash cab, and he'd be so funny if he was quizzing them. <laughs> Also, well, it probably only takes about five minutes to fill that van up and I then know. get over to the station. Like, can you imagine? You'd be pissed if you're, you want to be the last one. You don't want to be the first oh, no. one sitting there. And you go, oh, we gotta wait twenty more minutes. I think I would want to be like the third one in, so that way the conversation's already going. Because that's got to be some great stories of just like everybody's got the story. I wasn't even that drunk I- in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> in Wisconsin, I guarantee you, though they were that drunk. It's yeah. the one. Drinking in Wisconsin is one stereotype that is a thousand percent correct. It's unbelievable. Spent a lot of time in Siren, Wisconsin, drinking, oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, Siren, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, love Siren, Wisconsin. Love. We got my parents have a cabin in Webster, and Siren, was it the poor house? They have. Oh, don't bring that up around me. <laughs> Your eyes oh. just got so. <laughs> 
There's a true story of the poorhouse in Siren, Wisconsin, yep. right? Oh, yeah. I'm up there with three of my buddies. <laughs> and we go into the poorhouse. And, and it's packed. And I mean packed. And we're looking around. And I said, fellas, I'll just give you a little heads up here. Uh, these people don't want us in here. They can just tell that we're not from here. And yeah. they don't want mm-hmm. us in their bar. Yeah. So this guy sidles up to my friend Bruce. I won't use his last name because, you know, privacy issues. This guy sidles up to my friend Bruce. He goes, what the hell are you guys doing here? Bruce goes, what are you talking about? He goes, you're not from around here. What are you doing in our bar? He goes, we're just going to have a beer and we're going to move on. It's not that big a deal. Well, what if I don't want you to have the beer? Bruce hit him in the face with a <gasps> beer bottle. Oh. Oh. And it was all of a sudden about 200 against four. It was a real thrill, I'll tell you that. Got your heart rate up there a little oh, bit. Oh, the heart rate got way up there. Honestly, God, it was like... 200 guys closing in on the four of us. The Jeez. best time I've ever had oh, God. at Wisconsin bars was, I think it was, was it two years ago? Or, yeah, yeah. Or St. Patrick's Day about a year and a half ago, or a little over a year ago. I was very, very pregnant. And normally when I go to bars, I'm kind of boring because I don't drink. And you're right. Like, it's like the cabin people and the people, the yeah, locals. Yeah, exactly. Being pregnant at Wisconsin bars Everyone wants to feed you. Everyone loves that you're there. Everyone's like, what can we, can you get you water? People take pictures with you um, and they're grilling out. They're like, we're going to make sure your burger is extra done. Don't worry. Being pregnant at a St. Patrick's parade in Wisconsin was the best time I've ever had. A guy (laughs) in a grizzled, like a grizzled man in all leather and a motorcycle was just driving by and I was walking back to my car and he slows down, puts his hand on my belly and says, you take care of yourself, mama. And I, <laughs> I was the best I woman that. I ever had. You're I like a celebrity. That. I was like a celebrity. And my, my husband's like, you let him touch your belly? And I was like, it felt so right. <laughs> <laughs> Did he take that well? You know, he was just so like, you're so cautious about everything. I go, no, this felt right. Like, this felt right. And like Wisconsin dive bars, they're just like so different. If you go to like the right one and it's like, ev- unless you're getting in a fight with 200 people and yeah. hitting with Which a you don't want to do. No. Yeah. But yeah, like you everybody's friendly. That. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. how any of them stay in business because it seems like everything is $2. Like, I know that you can't be making a ton of money <laughs> off this. You're just here to get drunk with your friends. Yeah. Like, it's, it's an amazing time. It was so fun. Yeah, when I first moved up to the cities, I, I was a big PBR drinker. Mm-hmm. So first time I, I came, I went to Apple Valley, and I was like, hey, I'll take a can of Pabst Blue Ribbon. And the bartender was like, that'll be four seventy five. I was like, <laughs> for, for a six-pack? of because, there you it, go. because in La Crosse, Wisconsin, last night I paid $1.25 for one of these. Oh, it's a whole different world. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. God Looking back at the, we were so lucky we didn't get killed that night. It was unbelievable. You are well, so yeah. lucky. What was Bruce thinking? Like that—that that seems very aggressive to go from being questioned to bottle in the face. I don't think it's pronounced thinking. I think it's pronounced drinking. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yes. Good so point. There, there you have it. Good point. Oh, Still, he... I would not. No matter how drunk I, I got, know. I know. At this point, I would. There. It's been a long time since my first thought was, let's brawl. And the thing about that is, when you did eventually get knocked down, 
you better go into the tuck because they're going to start kicking you in the face. Oh. So you got to go into the tuck and just let them kick you and what, nothing else you can do. Yeah, that's like one of those movies where it's now we're just sprinting for the door. Yep. Car squeal, tires squeal on the way out. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I could just see it. Who throws a beer bottle in a face? That is so next level. He didn't throw it. He, he held right. it in his hand and hit oh. him in the face. Oh, God. And, and especially to go Which from... Which is worse, actually. Yeah, no, it's nuts. <laughs> and especially to go from like... We're just here for one beer, and we're just going to keep it going to full force. Like, yeah. just, in all about two minutes. Zero to 100. Zero the to 100 in two up? minutes, baby. Oh, yes, the cops showed up, definitely. Okay, yeah. Were you still there when the cops showed up? Yeah, I got lucky. I was kind of like, I don't know why, but I got smoked a couple of times, but nowhere near as much as everybody else. You just kind of like take a couple steps back and go. No, I just went into the tuck. I, I'm not letting these people kick me in the no, face. I, not going to happen. That would be my go-to in a situation like you that. You got it. You got to go in, and they hit you with the beer bottles in the back and stuff. doesn't hurt as much as in the face. Yeah, I would think so. Um, my recommendation to you, buy a fake baby bump because then you'll be lovable. <laughs> well, back when I used to weigh like 320, I just I already <laughs> had one. Maybe that's why they were nice to you. Yeah, maybe that's what He's it was. He's expecting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get him a him chair. Alone. Lady, you've got a very deep voice. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. Appreciate that. I did love that, though. The Siren, in Wisconsin, we'd go up there, and, and in the wintertime, we'd play touch football in the middle of winter up there in about four feet of snow. It was colder than some bitch. God, we loved doing that. We had a ball. Uh, it's a good area. Well, like I said, in general, when we went back to the poorhouse, they didn't like recognize anybody. No, so your face could... isn't up on the wall. No, it's <laughs> not. Thank God. So that's Wanted good. posters. Now, is Can it you still even them there? telling that story? Their oh, point of view, especially if they knew you were Tom Bernard. Like, oh, that let me tell huge. you about this. I bet they talk about you and like salute the the broken like window yeah. that was there. Like, I oh, let me tell you it. how we got that. I will tell you, there's a lot of that stuff. They they were all big listeners to the show back in the day, and now this show goes everywhere. So, um, I, I just. I do remember walking in. You ever been to Louis Finer Meats in, mm. in uh, was it Chamberlain, Wisconsin? Is it Chamberlain? The Cumberland, you mean? Cumberland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cumberland. You ever been to Louis Finer Meats? I believe so, yes. It's a great butcher shop up there. And Louis has been a f- big fan of the morning shows for forever. We just walked in there about a year ago. And here comes Louis. He's got his, there, take this pack home with you, Tom. It was just, I love that place. Cumberland, all the way up to Siren. I mean, you go, we were going to go to Duluth, as a matter of fact, over the 4th of July. It turns out we can't go because different people in the family have different obligations they have to take care of. But that, I still have got to get up to Grand Marais. I have never been to Grand Marais. Oh, you have to go. It's I, that's great. what I hear. I heard it's just gorgeous. It's fantastic, yes. But, I mean, it's, it's one of these days we'll get up. That's, what, about a five-hour yeah. drive from here? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, if, if it's been a long time, so, but I want to say it's about an hour and a half, two hours from Duluth. I think it is an hour and a half from Duluth, and that's about yep. what. That's but what you'd love it. That's it's what I hear it. from everybody. Everybody tells me I would love Grand Marais. No doubt about it. I had a I had a friend that used to go up there when we were kids. I don't know what the hell. I had a friend, my buddy Wayne. His family went up to their cabin every Friday after his dad got off from work. And came back every Sunday night, and it was they had a cabin on Lake of the Woods. What is that about an eighteen-hour drive up I know. there? I, I drive it quite a bit. It's about five and a half if you're hauling ass. Oh, and if you're moving, yeah. yeah, that's a long drive. That's Canada, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. The bridge to Canada is in downtown Baudette. <laughs> 
But Bronco Nagurski lived up there, didn't yeah, he? Of course. Back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, I've never I've never been up to Lake of the Woods. But they would literally get in the car at five o'clock on a Friday. So they'd get there about what, eleven o'clock at night or maybe midnight back mm-hmm. in those days. Yeah. 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 Essentially there you're there long enough to turn around and come and back come home. Back. Exactly. Yeah. And mow the lawn though. Yeah, so they gotta mow the lawn, the, yes. Yeah. Those poor people that own cabins and think that, that their their life is great, they go up there and they have to work on the damn cabin. They do. I can barely work on my house. Yeah, Judd, let me tell you, from experience, it's a work farm. That's all it is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a work farm. Yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong, it's great, but it, it like right now is the best time because there's no bugs. It takes a while for the lawn to grow, but boy, mm-hmm. that mid-July, if you take two weeks off and you come back, you're like, it's nothing but mosquitoes and weeds. Oh, Jesus. It's awful. It's not good. No question about it. So I did you see, by the way, that Kevin Bacon and Soul Asylum are coming to the State Fair? I saw that this morning. We got to reach out to Kevin Bacon and have him come in the studio between shows because he's there for two days, so he's hanging around mm-hmm. one day. We got to reach out to Kevin and bring him into the studio. That guy, I've, I've never met him. I've talked to him on the phone a couple times, but I've never met him. I, I just love his work. I think he's terrific. Because he's the Let's Dance guy, like Footloose? Yeah, Footloose. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's him. Make sure we're talking about the same person. I'm worried that that was like <laughs> that's his most ask. famous yeah. movie, isn't it? Yeah, that is. Okay, but when you said "Let's Dance," I was like, "Like, is Tevin talking about David Bowie?" No, like, when he's like, "Let's, let's dance. dance, let's dance." Yeah, the town that yeah, the, like the legal to dance. That's, right. And he was all like, "Let's dance," and they were like, "No, that's how you sound like your description <laughs> of this movie is." The guy nailed his his career though is incredible. Oh, great career. I'm telling you, City on a Hill is one of the best uh, procedurals in, in years. There's, what, like eight episodes per season for three seasons, I think. Maybe ten episodes per season. But I've watched them all, and I'd watch them again. He, he is incredibly good in that show. No question about it. Now, Soul Asylum, they're from where, like Wyzetta or something? Yeah, I, I know they used to play a lot on the uh, West Bank. They used to play like the yeah, 400 yeah, bar, exactly. but they're definitely, um, yeah, they're definitely Minnesota boys. What was the guy's lead singer's name again? Dave Prin. Is that his Perner. name? Dave Perner. Perner, Perner. Perner. yeah. And Dan Murphy, yeah. Yeah. Carl Miller, yeah. Pat Morley. Dan Murphy retired. I think he got out a couple of years ago. We I, just so had I don't him think in, he's part of the band. He's not. We had him in studio but two weeks ago because he, you know whose brother-in-law he is? Hmm. No. Doug Sprinthal. Oh, wild. Yeah, Doug and Dan Murphy, I believe, are related. If I remember correctly, but yeah, he came in studio. He's a really, really nice guy, and we're telling a story about Dave Perner because there was some. Oh, he was dating uh, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. He was dating yeah. Winona Ryder, and as a joke, I said, "Oh, that'll last a long time. He's got a real shot at that." And he was so pissed off at me. He he was playing like the state fair or down at some gathering. Walks on stage, walks up to the mic, and goes. KQRS morning show sucks. <laughs> Take that. But, Tom, you were exactly right, I'm sure. Thanks so vindication probably came quickly. I thought it was great. I love that. But Dan Murphy and I talked that. He was, in, he was sitting right down there, and we were talking about that whole thing. And how pissed off Dave was. I've still never met Dave Perner. I should probably hook up with him one of these days, take him to lunch. I was only kidding, Dave, you big baby. Yeah, you big baby. <laughs> Sugar tit. Mm, wham, wham. Baby exactly. wants a bottle. No, she dated a lot, a lot of folks she did. at that time, though, so you were spot on. Hey, there is no slut shaming on this show. Jeez, <laughs> Judd. No slut shaming. No, I'm shaming. just answering Hey, hey, she's in, in one of my favorite movies of all time, Heathers. You know what? Oh, the, yeah, Heathers hey, is Winona, good. 
Have you tried? Have you tried to go back and rewatch Heather's? Because I showed it for my daughter the other day. We got about halfway through it, and I was like, I think this movie sucks. <laughs> That's a terrible really? realization. Yeah, yeah. It's because it was great in the eighties. Yeah, but yeah, boy, yeah. Boy, it does not hold up. Yeah. We well, shall see. So is. So everybody's still in Soul Asylum except for Dan Murphy? I think that was it. Yeah, I was looking them up. and Looks uh, like there are three guys now. Yeah. They look pissed off in their promo picture. I think they're supposed to. That's their look. Maybe they were listening to me on the morning show again. <laughs> it's all pissed they're, off about it. They don't seem like the type that would do full grin smiles. No, no, they're not going <laughs> to smile at you a lot. Like a that's boy true. band, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Good Even band, the boy though. bands go, mm. I still love Runaway Terrain. I think that's a great song. Oh, it's so good. A really good song. The episode of The Office when Michael Scott is sitting on the train and he's singing Runaway Terrain might be one of the best scenes ever. (laughs) I love that damn show to this day. I will watch it over and over and over again. I love that show. That episode's the one where he goes, I declare bankruptcy! (laughs) (laughs) What a nut job that man is. So good. Oh, and side note, somebody messaged in saying, was it the Webb Lake um, parade that I went to? That was the St. Patrick's Day uh, one. And I, it absolutely was the Web Lake Where's that? parade. It's it's all near each other. It's not too. I wouldn't say it's too far from Siren, but it was my friend. Oh, okay. Julia's okay. cabin is there, and okay. so, um, yeah. So, and then somebody else reached out saying that they had um, seats next to the owner of um, the poorhouse. His name was Greg. Uh, the poorhouse. I sit next to the owner, Greg, during Viking season, and this guy's name is Jeff. So now. Uh, we're going to have to ask Jeff yeah. to maybe casually mention that. Yes, Jeff needs to talk to Greg, home opener against Tampa Bay. Hey, he hey, remember when Bernard got kicked in the back at your bar? Remember that? <laughs> Colin! Because you go into the tuck and so they start kicking you right in the spine. Yeah, of course. They love doing that. They Ouch. love it. Yeah, you'll get over it, right? They didn't shoot me anyway, so that was good. We're very thankful for that. As long as you yeah, that's, very, that's really good, Tom. We're, we're glad about that. It is, well, I'm glad about it. I know I, that. That'd, that'd be a setback for everybody. We got to take a couple of couple of minute break here. We'll be right back. More with Tevin Pittman in studio. Judd Zolgad. Uh, we're still uh, we're still on fire. That's all I'm saying. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lakes in a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. With locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, and hundreds of Benningtons in stock across all locations, the Power Lodge is your destination before you hit the lakes this summer and cruise at sunset. Fun begins at the Lodge, the Twin Cities newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. Get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. 
Judd, I know you're looking great these days, my man. Obviously, you've been out hard at work, but 40 pounds is what you lost? That's unbelievable. That's exactly right. Thanks to my friends at Livio Weight Control Centers. And the most important thing is that they are going to help you keep that weight off as well. In fact, how would you like to lose up to 10 pounds by Memorial Day? You can with the doctor recommended program from my friends. Join today and you're going to get three months for free. That's right. Three months free. So you're going to cruise into summer looking good and feeling great. All those clothes that might not fit now. Well, guess what? They're going to fit by summer. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E. EA.com. Three months free. It's your ticket to weight loss. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. <laughs> Rudy, Rudy is the ultimate professional. I'm doing my Britney impression. Like, how the hell did you miss your cue? And he literally told better. me. No, he, okay. He comes, in. Oh, he comes no. in and goes, hey, we're 60 seconds away from the live spot yep. with Judd. And Britney goes, oh my gosh, thank you. I almost forgot. Sits here. <laughs> you forgot anyway. I am. I don't oh even know. Oh my God, you're an embarrassment. <laughs> And I see he's talking about it, and literally, pit of my stomach goes, Goop. I'm walking by, and I hear Rudy going, You know, Judd, let me ask you a question. I'm like, God, Brittany's voice has dropped. Because I literally have one job for That's these it. three hours. One job! One job in these three hours. I don't have any other thing that I have to, and I, he came in here, Brittany, heads up, 60 seconds. Thanks, I would have totally forgot. Start writing p- emails back to listeners. Next thing I know, that music, I hear in the background, and Rudy talking, and oh I was like, <gasps> <laughs> hey, hey, Judd, why don't you tell us what's going on with your oh, boss? It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, too late. Rudy Sorry. covered for you. Hey. Swing and a miss. You are. Oh, him. that was so bad. Like You're a disaster. I need sleep. That was so bad. Oh, okay. Now you're tired. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm now, on... it's, now it's yeah. the lack of sleep. Huh? Real talk, though. I can't get through the day. I got like nine hours last night. She slept through the night, so I can't even blame the baby. <sighs> Uh, I just looked at a headline. I'm not even going to read the story, but this is something you would do. I, you I would don't. miss the cue, and yeah. man tried to switch places with his dog during the DUI. Pull- <laughs> guy gets pulled over for DUI, tries to switch places with his dog. What are What are you saying when the cop rolls up? Like, what are you going? Oh, what do you he's want? A terrible driver. Yeah, he's yeah. not a good boy. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> honest to God. Could you imagine? Putting Jude in the passenger driver's seat. Oh, God. He's sorry. He's got his permit. He's not very good yet. My favorite is still, it was on an episode of Cops. And a (laughs) cop pulls over a guy for drunk driving. And he walks up and the guy's literally giving the the head bob, that kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's sitting behind the wheel. Yeah. Walks up and he goes, excuse me, sir, you've been drinking? 
goes, well, yes, officer, I've been drinking, but I must tell you. He goes, what must you tell me? Well, I only had one beer. And the cop goes, yeah, well, it must have come in a 55-gallon drum. <laughs> <laughs> it was a keg. That guy was hammered, baby. That's funny. Uh, the cop, that was very, very, it must have come in a 50. He's like, I got my... <laughs> I don't know a lot of people. There's still some people, not in the cities, but definitely up north, that definitely have a couple of road beers when they drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such I a know. thing, man. And I remember when I was like 12 years old, my stepdad, we were leaving the Hibbing Raceway. And we were down in the pits, like hanging out with the guys. And they, they got coolers of beer. And my dad had a beer between his legs. We're driving home, and we pull up to a stop sign in Hib- the city of Hibbing. And behind us, the cop lights go. And I'm like... Oh my God, we're getting pulled over. My dad literally takes the beer out of between his legs and he goes, Here, hang on to this and hands it to me. 12 year old me and goes, Here. Thank you. I was like, What do you want me to do with it? He's like, Well, don't spill it. <laughs> I was like, Okay. I want it after we leave. And luckily, like, we pulled off to the side of the road and the cop went around us and yeah. then oh. I handed him his beer oh, back. Oh, really? And I was like, Well, what a dick move, man. You're trying to pin me for boozing it up in the car at a, underage. Yeah. He's got a real problem, oh, this yeah. 12-year-old. Yeah, my 12 year old, I can't stop him. My, my old man in the 70s used to drive with a full glass of wine. <laughs> in in the car in in the console. Wow! Like I remember him. He, he would go out. It'd be like yeah, I, I don't know, seventy six or so, with a glass of wine. That is it. Carlo Rossi it was absolutely yeah. Carlo garbage. Yep. It was garbage. But anyway, so he would drive with the glass of wine, sipping on it in the car. In like an actual like glass wine glass or was it just like no red? no okay. just a glass. Okay. He's not ridiculous, but, Tevin. Well, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long stem. Right. That would spill, Tevin. <laughs> yeah, Tevin. I just want to make sure we're all. The they same don't page. fit in cup holders, Tevin. My bad. You know I'm an idiot. <laughs> Actually, they do. I've tried it before. Anyway. <laughs> so no, you need the stemless. Like, yeah, stemless on that one. Yeah. Stemless. Sit in there you go. <laughs> That'll work just beautifully. God, it's been 11 years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been 11 years since I should. And by the way, when I gave up drinking, it didn't bother me a bit. Okay. I quit, and I just quit. Well, then. But they told me, because I went to up those glass deals. Yeah, yeah. They said, you're not an alcoholic. You're just nuts. Yeah. So is that a better thing, to be crazy? Yeah, because it's harder to lose that one. Because I can never quit drinking, that but like, that's with you forever, hey, bro. I was thinking about this, though, Rudy. I just discovered something I actually got from my father, mm. being nuts. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm going to pass down something. Yeah, exactly. That was it. That Your was, inheritance that was is mental illness. Mental illness, Tom. Take care of it. Must be nice. Well, who the hell else would get into radio, for Christ's sake? Know. you got to be nuts. got to be out of your mind. I know. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. I'm thinking about myself here. Let, yes, let's see. I I've, I've gone newspapers, which, of course, oh, were God. dying. Oh, God. And now... Look, at least the world that we're all in now is not dying. That's the good thing, right? Right. Well, Rudy AM I, radio was. Rudy, mm-hmm. uh, Rudy and I had a discussion before the show started this morning that you're with the right company because when it all goes tits up, Hubbard's mm-hmm. going to be the only one left standing. Mm-hmm. They just are because they don't have deep debt like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that whole market's going to blow up in the next couple of years like you ain't going to believe. There is nothing. There is nothing worse, in my opinion, in this business than than when people are on Wall Street expect results. Oh yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> like that's where it all comes apart. 
Well, we have to make more. Like, instead of, it's weird. They never say, you know what, you know, 2017 was a great year, right? So let's lower the expectations in 18. They say, how can we do more in 18? And it's like, you probably can't. Yeah. But but the strip went from, because for, for my first, I don't know, 10 plus years, Coles on the strip and the Coles family was fantastic mm-hmm. um and then they sold to i want to say mcclatchy which was public and yep. which bought up a ton of stuff and yep. it was a disaster yeah it was well they destroy everything they touch these hedge mm-hmm. fund people they just mm-hmm. they're not good people mm-hmm. they just money 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 that's all they care about it's unfortunate well, I mean, Hubbard Broadcasting put, I believe, like eight to ten years into a radio station here in town before right. it actually started making money. Yep. Because they, that's how much they believed in it, where any other company, you'd yeah. give it 18 months to two years, and you're like, we're pulling the plug. We're canning yep. everybody, and we're flipping formats. Yeah. Yeah, and now that it's a total moneymaker. Oh, they, yeah. They did it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. I, I, it, you're not going to find another company. And look, we're not just sucking up to the Hubbards here. I don't work for the Hubbards. I'm in a partnership with them. I um, want to suck up after I've dropped the ball, so I'm going to well, probably... you should suck up. You're a totally goddamn disaster. Hubbard, I love you. I will call you daddy. You know, I still cannot get used to calling her Jenny. Jenny uh, Hubbard or Jenny uh, Morris. Jenny Morris. I she can't get used. To it. I still call her Jenny Hubbard. I'll call her whatever she wants me to call her. <laughs> exactly right. I'm with Brittany on this. Ah, settle down, you big babies. Yeah. God, <laughs> I've always adored that woman. Don't tell her I said that. I will never. God, I've known her for 50. I think she was like eight years old when I met her. I she's, think. I think that's right. She's cool. She's a very nice person. The whole damn outfit is. But yeah, it's. I love this whole deal going through. Uh, yeah, I was just checking on some things yesterday. And, of course, you and uh, Phil, and then you got uh, Joe and the whole crew set yep. the tone, so it made it a lot easier for everybody. My it's, one, my, it's a ton of fun. It is a ton of fun. The, my, I have one job left is I have to alert about 93% of the people that I, I'm still working. Because Really? The, oh, yeah. There are a lot of people who have no idea the show's even on yet. They, I, it, you know, that takes time. You yeah. know that. Yeah, people. But the billboards. I would have thought the billboards. Well, helped. a lot of people don't even look at billboards anymore, and it was great of them to do that. I'm not, believe me. I, but so I cannot tell you the last billboard I looked at, other than looking for those. Do you look mm. at billboards when you're driving by? No. Like, like I mean, I'll, you'll look. notice them, but it's not like it sticks yeah. with you. Yeah. No, but those did. I'm sure they did a great job, and they, it was money well spent. But. It's just one of those situations that I, I literally have to figure out a way to get it. I'm not going to start knocking everybody's door. By the way, and by the way, I told them not to tell everybody that I was retiring, and they did it anyway. Yeah. You know, which really pisses me off. And that's why you got your ass kicked in ratings, and I'm happy. So there you go. There's that. No, hey, they brought it on themselves. I am. Blow it out your ass. You got that? Here, let me look right at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else you got? Look right into it. You, you don't strike me as a guy who's going to retire, Tom. Yeah, I'm not a retirement kind of guy. Like I'm not. That's very true. I have no interest in retiring. Well, I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I'll be honest with you, as this show has built over the last two and a half months, it gets, for me, I don't know mm-hmm. about, you know, Brittany and Rudy, but for me, it gets better every day. I, I enjoy doing this more. First of all, I have never been on a show where three hours blows by as quickly as this show. It just goes, we got 27 minutes left. Yeah, I have so much fun. Even when I screw up, I laugh so hard. Like every day. Hard. Oh, yeah, no. every day. I laugh so hard. I'm still hard waiting for my cue. Uh, hey, Judd. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Hey, Mr. Zolgab. 
Just keep wa- so don't hold your breath, Judd. I'm honestly got him walking behind there, Rudy. Well, what do you think, Judd? How's the uh, thing going? And that's like, man, I laughed so hard on this show and during God. the commercial. I laughed so hard. I just still can't believe. I, I would not be shocked if tomorrow they're like, yeah, you do nothing. They're, right. They're probably putting up like an Indeed ad right now. Like, now hire on-air <laughs> talent. Yeah. I don't go. think they would call my replacement or myself talent, yeah. but I appreciate it. You hear all these people arguing with you about that? Oh, calm down, everyone. <laughs> Don't rush to no, defend no, me, Brittany, gentlemen. What are you talking about? You're magnificent. I thought so. I've always thought, thought so. that the term talent is one of the silliest things I've ever heard. Oh, especially in radio. I know, right? Yeah. Radio so talent. talent. Yeah, okay. When people ask me what my job is, they'll say, well, what do you do at the radio station? And I just say, on air. That's the only thing yeah, I can there, say that will not make me want to punch my own face. You don't go like, I'm a radio personality. <laughs> I'm a radio personality. No, because no, they've Lark. met me and they've realized I have no personality. I bring nothing to the table. So I just say on air. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. Some of the craziest bastards I've ever met were in radio. Of course. There are some crazy uh-huh. some bitches in this business. There's no <laughs> doubt. What is that? Why are they attracted to this business? I mean... Because I think you have to be a certain type of crazy to think that people want to listen to you. Yeah, in that's particular. true. Yeah. I think that that's it. But but you know what, Tom? Uh, at least going back, it's probably not as much the case now. People in media are nuts. Like yes. newspapers. Yes, newspapers used to have a ton of wackos as well, and I probably qualified, and it was great fun. But I think the entire like business itself draws a very interesting dynamic yeah. of a group of people. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And uh, I, you talked about the newspaper. Now I miss Sid again. All day I'll be missing Sid. There's, a, there's one of them. Let me tell you something, sir. Uh, hey, Bernard. Some, let me tell you something, Bernard. Stop talking about Carl Polad. He used to always get so pissed off me when I'd criticize the twins. Sidney, I miss you. I will tell you that flat out. I miss going to the ice cream shop over, over there by... Uh, the St. Croix. What's the name of that again? I keep forgetting the name of that place. It's an ice cream shop. It's right by the St. Croix River. I cannot remember. It's kind of like, was it Afton Alps? Is that what that is over there? It's not. You're talking about not St. Paul, like Nelson's or anything, are you? No, it's, okay. in, it's right on the... I mean, Stillwater. Um, no, it's, it's on the other side. But Sydney loved that place. I used to love going over there with him, man. There were a lot of great people in this town, actually. Looking back, the you know Steve Cannons of the world... Like I said, I, I kind of admire a guy who sits and talks to himself all day long. Selma's? I think it is Selma. I think you're absolutely right. Okay. I think that's exactly what With it is. With different voices, too. Morgan Mundane, oh, Backlash LaRue, Ma Linger. Ma Linger. <laughs> I used to love that when he would do that. There's no question about that. Yeah, I, I don't see, I don't know that people understand, and this is an absolute fact because I've lived in a lot of different cities. The radio and television people in this town are much better than any other market I've ever been in, and that includes L.A., well, not Chicago. Chicago, shoulder to shoulder. But New York and L.A., their talent on there is nowhere near as good as it is in this town. It's just not. No, and even, like, driving around the country or, like, Mm -hmm. here, you'll get radio stations that are national that get syndicated when, Mm -hmm. like, our own local people aren't on. And a lot of times, yeah, I'd prefer listening to the local, obviously because they talk more about, Mm -hmm. you know, our area, but I think their just ability to communicate and do the job. You get a lot of national guys that do, like, all the corny radio type stuff, and we don't get a lot of that here. No, I think the talent in this town, radio and television, I think that it's very, very good in this town. Do you think people know that, that they get a lot of really good people on the air here? Probably not. Probably not. Because they, they, think they, it's they like don't ha- have a, a lot to uh, 
compare it to. But Tevin is right. You know what? There is nothing worse, I think, than than national radio shows now, uh, especially for sports. Terrible. Where they want to talk oh, about yeah. everything. Let's talk about Terrible. the Knicks next week yep. and the Lakers. And it's like, no, nobody cares about the Lakers or Knicks right now, at least in this town. No, you're absolutely right. And I don't understand why they have to do that. I, first of all, a national... I, didn't, I don't know if I'd ever even listen to a nationally broadcast uh, sports show. What do I care? You're going to talk about everybody but my teams. Correct. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm good. And you don't care about the sports sometimes, like mm-hmm. depending on what they transition to. But to go back to your point, in its heyday, you are right, Tom. CCO, in its heyday, I, I tweeted, so I, I had the Dodgers-Twins game on uh, two nights ago, and I tweeted, up next, Hobbs House. And yeah. nobody knew what I was talking oh, about. Oh, that's too only bad. me. Oh, only me. I took great satisfaction in, in, in tweeting. I'm waiting for Hobbs House to come on. Franklin Hobbs, baby. Mm-hmm. Did overnights on CCO for I don't know how many centuries, but it was a long time. But he didn't he do most of his shows from his cabin up north. He probably did. I'm, I don't. I'm recall, pretty sure that's true. I, I think he was near the end of his run when I was a kid. But you. you but at the time, you know, if the Twins were playing Seattle or the Angels or a team like that, after the game, here comes Hobbs House. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Now, today's a day game, is it not? Today is a rare uh, weekday Dodger Stadium day game, yes. It's interesting. I'm very, very happy to tell you the truth. They almost won the first game, gave it up in, what, 12 innings, I think it was? Uh, yes, 12 and innings. 5-1 to one yesterday. That was a hell of a good win, I'm telling you. You know what's so nice? It's so nice to see the starting pitchers going for them, for this team, deep into games. Mm-hmm. Ober pitched six innings last night, one run, six hits, and they Amazing. beat Clayton Kershaw. I know. That's the other thing. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's a great move. And they stole as many bases last night, Tom Bernard, as they did in all of April. Is that- they stole four <laughs> bases. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw. I used to play golf with his dad down in Florida. Really? Yep. Absolutely. His anyway. mom just died. Oh, is that right? Oh, I'm she sorry died, to hear about he, that. She died on on Saturday. And so he pitched last night and, and then oh. I think is going on the bereavement list today. Oh, that's a tough road. But you know what? It's distraction. So get out there and do your job because your mama died. Yeah, I would probably do that too. I, I would not skip the game. Mm-hmm. Take your mind off it, right? Exactly. No question about it. But, yeah, he's exactly. a one hell of a talent. There's no doubt about that. Where was yeah, he, he been, when he first came up? Where it was? He's not always been with the Dodgers. Yeah. Has he he's really? Been there. God, yes. I can't believe that. Because I was thinking about that. Where was he before? And then I thought, well, maybe he was nowhere before. He's always been with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. How many years now? Oh, God, he's been, probably been, what, 10 so what I'm thinking, years, I'm at, thinking least. at least yeah, 10 years. I think however long Matthew Stafford has been in the NFL oh, yeah. because they went to high school together That's and came right. out. Yeah. And he won That's a right. Super Bowl. So they got some athletes yeah. coming out of that joint, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But, but he's, uh, yeah, it, this Twins team, if they can hit, if they can mm-hmm. hit, they're going to win the division partially because it stinks. But the thing, too, is I think that with the starting pitching, they can make the playoffs, which I think that they're probably going to. There is a real chance, and it's a small thing, but it's important, to end the 18-game North American record playoff losing streak 
just based on the fact that I think a pitcher, I think a starter, and I'm not being a smartass here, yeah. can get them through six or seven possibly, mm-hmm. um, and that they'll actually stick with that that guy. Nothing drove me more up the bleeping wall than the last time that they were in the playoffs. They played Houston in that two of three series. I think it was in 2020 at home. And Maeda and Barrios were both outstanding. And if you remember, Rocco hooked them fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. And he went to the bullpen, and the bullpen coughed it up. And I, I think now we're to a point where there's been a resolution where if a guy is pitching well, a starter, he stays in. And I think if you do that, you've got a chance to end perhaps the most, or not perhaps, it is the most epic losing streak in playoff history in North American sports. How many years now? 17? 2000. So last time they won in the playoffs was what 2004, and it's been 18 Jeez. games. Jeez, and they haven't even won like a single game, game. in the series. It's not Correct. just like they've won, not won a whole series. No, just a single game. Like, they haven't won one game, and that was a whole, the whole 18 seasons, right? They've been playoffs, swept out. Yes, of God. every of every series. How is that even possible? For Christ's sake, <laughs> it's is- not. Comically bad. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's baseball. I, it's I random stuff that you should luck into a win. Yes, that's a good way to put it. You should luck mm-hmm. into a win. You're absolutely right. Just like accidentally trip on a win. Yeah, we got to get something going. Well, the Twins are looking pretty good now. They went through that period losing to two terrible teams because they couldn't hit the ball worth a damn. I was saying, it looks like the bats have kind of warmed up yep. here recently, yep. so hopefully that kind of keeps going. I hope so. I love watching my twins, and I get to go home today and watch a day game. Um, sounds good to me. Exactly. Two or three would, would be a, an accomplishment, too. Oh, God, if they could God, beat L.A. two Dodgers out of three. are a good team, so, yeah. yeah. Two or three would be a nice accomplishment. And they almost had two out of three already, but uh, lost it in 12 innings, unfortunately. Umpire screwed them on Monday I night. couldn't agree with you more. They, those pitches weren't even close to strikes. Well, and the ball that they called fair, yes. was that in the sixth inning, yep. was in no way did that cross the bag. You're right, but that's the, the umpires do that now. So would you be a fan of going to the electric robot umpires? Because I believe it's in the minor leagues. They do like Saints. a lot of their – or the they Saints, do, yeah. yeah. They do yeah. with the electric umpires. Would that be something that you'd be for? Or no, against? because I like to chirp at the umpire the entire game. <laughs> I like to just go after the umpire. because You can tell, by the way, because their shoulders get higher and higher as they get more pissed off. They won't acknowledge you, mm-hmm. but those shoulders get higher and higher as they get mad. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and then they eject your ass. And they get out, you get out of the park. You Get out of here. Oh, man, I, I love the fact that my twins are winning some games. That was a big win yesterday, 5-1. to one. That was a mm-hmm. big win. L.A.'s mm-hmm. good, like you said. Yep, and Kershaw. And and I like the fact that on the road they came back from a tough loss and scored five runs. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. No, you're 100% right. I, I'm looking forward to watching the game today. And then they go play uh, uh, Anaheim, right? Yes. Yep. They and play... Anaheim's not very good. No, uh, but they, they do have Trout and Otani. So, and I don't Trout's know pretty if good. Otani's starting in that series or not. But you talk about you talk about two guys that should be in the spotlight constantly. Yes, unfortunately, aren't because to your point, the Angels are really ne- they're never that damn good. No, they're not, and I don't know why that is. You would think a city like that could draw big winners. You would oh, think. Absolutely. Well, and they certainly have players. <sighs> they do. I know. Trout. That I still him hitting that golf ball out of the driving range was. Have you seen the video of that? 
Is that the one where he's at Top Golf? Yeah, yes. he just <laughs> sends what it over the, the fence. I mean, it was gone, baby. Now, how many yards is that? Uh, it's probably still in the air. I'd... <laughs> it's still in the ocean. It's circling the earth. That's funny. It's still in the air. All right, Judd, I know you got to go, man. It's quarter to quarter to ten already. Can't believe it. Oh, boy. Okay. Sounds good. Talk to you tomorrow. No, I'm not kicking you off. I thought you had to go. <laughs> well, on Wednesdays, Patrick's not on with us. Mm-hmm. So, like, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have to be out at 37 or so. Oh, sorry, On blue. Wednesdays, I can hang longer, but it might get confusing, and I don't want to cause more confusion. No, no on Wednesdays, we'll go to 45 like we did today, then. Perfect. Then. I'd love to hear it, man. All right, we'll All talk right. to you tomorrow. Talk to you later. Thanks, Pally. We shall take a break here. Be right back and wrap things up right after this. You know, I've always said you can't count on two nice weekends in a row on mid-June in Minnesota. Until then, of course, you know. Well, once again... Oh, got to get to say this right in front of Brittany. Once again, I'm right. Oh, Ah! Ah! shocking. What better time to lose weight like I'm doing with MNFatLoss.com? The program has been great for me. I've lost 20 pounds. I've been mentioning this on the show this morning that I ate 1,400 calories yesterday. And you do feel hungry? No, not at all. Holy buckets. But the problem is I didn't. Something I ate had a lot of salt in it, but it didn't taste like it. Yeah. Because I actually gained a pound yesterday. Don't, don't. You're fine. I walked seven miles. I ate 1,400 calories, and I gained a pound. Okay, but it's not, that's not the I long know. term. you got to no. quit getting hypersensitive. Not, you're I'm Mr. very yeah. pissed off. Oh, well. I want results, damn it. I want results. Oh, you're, you're getting them. Trust me. Look at your stupid face. You're, you're going to be a skinny There's legend. My stu- oh, my stupid face. <laughs> In any case, uh, uh, I've lost, actually, I've lost 21 pounds. And I know. I've been on the program for about a month now. I'm not feeling hungry. I am feeling healthier, got a lot of energy, I, and I'm in a much better mood, to tell you the truth. Don't you think? Yeah, it depends on the day. Every day I'm in a great mood. <laughs> Damn it. Got a turncoat. Turn uh, I wouldn't fall. I wouldn't follow a fat loss program that isn't safe because i got to be around for this podcast because some name's on the show. I'm proving that if you can, if I can, lose 20 to 30 pounds in just a couple of months, do yourself a favor and check out the program at mnfatloss.com. It is a hell of a great program, and they're very helpful, by the way. That's awesome. Of course, results may vary, but I am losing weight. I do feel great. There's no doubt about that. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks... Just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That is mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them that Tom Barnard sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. 
Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You get to say it. Say, I'm... I'm back. Welcome. Tom. Wait. Oh, I'm Tom Bernard. That's what I always do. I'm, I'm Tom Bernard. Tom Bernard. No, you guys had the Chimp Empire person on? Yeah, yeah. He also did yeah. My Octopus Teacher. My name and Chimp in the same... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Because well, I saw like a clip of it get posted on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched that show? No, but I'm really excited to watch it. It is... So it starts out really, really great and kind of like... At the end, like you wanted to have more of a climatic finish. Oh, it, they, like, the chimps didn't perform the way you wanted like, right. them to. It's not like you because you get caught up in it and you're thinking like, oh, this is a scripted show. No, 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 this is really just a documentary. About you. But it's like extremely fascinating and creepy to watch these like very human-like looking animals. Am I gonna be sad at any point? Uh, yeah. There's like what are you guys talking one, about? the chimp, chimp empire, empire that guys, when we did the uh, we did we James, interviewed the guy James Reed. James, oh, James Reed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you did watch that? Yeah, I watched that, and it is like I'll say eight out of ten. Okay, so I really want to watch it, but I have this problem. So I was watching this little documentary thing about this lion cub that got rejected from its mom because it had a wonky back leg and she was trying not to feed it Mm -hmm. and eventually she did give in and feed it and they like accept it in the pride and then it died later um spoiler alert well what the hell and i'm still sad about it and so i don't want to watch chimp empire if i'm gonna cry a bunch i think there's only like one major death and like the sad parts end up getting not so sad because because of they accept like the chimp back into their little Okay, Colony. that's all I want to know. Like, I will watch it if I know, because yeah. that stuff sticks with me. I still think about that wonky leg little lion. But yeah, there's a couple, like, chimp war battles where, like, Ooh. some of them get hurt and, like, like that. It. But there's only, like, well, two deaths that are, like, major that rock the chimp empire. Um, yeah, no, I've watched shows like that, and they've done a really good job to make it kind of, like, Real Housewives meet mm-hmm. Nat Geo, and I love it and mm-hmm. the dynamics. But again, I feel like I have to walk on the side of like child version because I'm not ready to watch them not feed their young child. Yeah. Get over it, you big baby. Okay, shut up. You heard me. Which one of you sent me this story, you pains in the ass? Don't look at me. Because I don't cover it up. When I have to go pee, I'm going to go pee, right? Yep. Like most people in radio and stuff, they're like, oh, no, I had to run down the hall because I had to post a no. no I went right. down to pee, right? Yeah, yeah. So I sit down in my chair, and the headline appears, where in the world are men most likely to pee sitting down? Which one of you put this on my screen? <laughs> was not, oh, Tom Tom was sits down me. when he pees. I, I didn't send you that. You did too, you liar. Is it Rudy? I don't I don't think so, but I'm a I'm a sit down peer, so that's okay, well like there you go. See, yeah. I didn't really I, cannot. I didn't realize there was that was an option I until I lived with a guy who did that, and I was like shocked. I yeah, I, I don't think I've ever thought of sitting down. While I can't. I pee. 
No. I literally cannot sit down and pee. I cannot pee. Uh, I, I think it's because this hose gravity. goes all the way into the water when I sit uh, down. Uh, <laughs> find out how deep the tank is. <laughs> I hope everybody saw the face you just made. That is a great face you just find made. Find out right how there. deep the tank is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you got a Ferguson toilet, you might suck that thing right yeah, down see? to the sewer. That's what I'm saying. Don't be on an airplane. Yeah. Oh, Don't. God, God. We can't oh. lose it that way. No, I don't know. what. Why would it be that I cannot pee when I sit down? Maybe it's like a gravity thing. I can't. So wait, so you do, do you pee first and then sit down and drop a deuce? Or do you? is it all in one when you sit down? I don't ever do both at once. What? What? I don't. I feel like anytime I poop, you always yeah. pee a little. Yeah. I have a question yeah. for you. Because I've had two hernia surgeries. Do you think that's what kind of sealed everything up on one side or something? You need that, like, stretch motion to, to pee. I don't know. Like, the body needs to be stretched out. I don't know. Well, I mean, the second one I had, it was a very small incision. But the first one I had was when I was 19, so it was many years ago. It seems like it's, a... That gash is, like, that sure. long. It's like a C-section. Um, kind of. Basham yes. might know why you have to... Um, so I'm not talking to him. Tevin, you said you don't pee. I mean, you don't pee. You don't <laughs> no, sit. He doesn't pee at all. You don't sit and pee. <laughs> no, it seems like more work to sit down So and what pee. do you do if you have to poop? Well, like, okay, in that instance, yes, I'll pee, but that's just because I'm taking a deuce. Like, it's not like... So that when you do If I just have all. to pee, yeah. Like a classy show. Like, if I had just had to pee, no, I'm, I'm not interested. sitting down... On a toilet, just because I, I don't know, convenience, I guess. So literally, you just enjoy the quickness of standing and peeing, and then Rudy wants to take a break. He always sits right. and pees, but you do the both if you have to poop. Right, and, and then you like never do those two things together. It just won't work. So yeah, it's like not letting your food touch. Yeah, there you wow. go. Same story. That's exactly <laughs> what it is, right there. But yeah, like, and because I feel like if I sat down and peed, I'd take out my phone, and then my legs would go numb because I'd be sitting there for yeah for twenty days. minutes. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, sometimes you sit so long, your legs go numb, but then they cycle back to actually feeling okay again. You're like, wow, I have been sitting I've, down for a long, long time now. You know? Yeah, that's... I sit down for the cleanliness of it, though. Yeah, because it does spray it's, everywhere. It does splash yeah. up. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like going to a friend's house, and then it depends on where I'm at. Obviously, like if I'm at you know a ball game and I, I walk into a bathroom, I'm just going to stand at a urinal. Yeah. But if I'm at home and it's my floor and I don't want it to be you know dirty, then absolutely. How I'm bad sit is down. your aim though? That, like... <laughs> it's not even aim. It's got to be splash up, right? Uh, at, my, at my age, I get that little like split tongue, the, oh, okay. snake tongue yeah. thing going on. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want yeah, that. Two streams. Yeah. Justin nice must, I've never seen urine on the seat, so he must be really good at that. I've never, never well, noticed. Well, I'd assume he'd wipe it off if right. he got it on there, wouldn't I, he? Yeah, I mean, but I've just I never, hope. I've seen, seen no proof of him not being you know, quite efficient. So. Catherine won't even use the same bathroom I do. That's I never have. so funny. She just, she has her own bathroom and I have my own bathroom. Good. And you guys, yeah, would, do, would you true. ever, like, either of you guys would pee with the door open and talk to each other while no. you're peeing? See, we we do no, that, and we're fine that. with that, but we would draw the line at pooping. Like, yeah, that's my... My girlfriend has no... Like, she'll poop with the door open, and oh. I'm like... I'm like, nope. I'm like, nope, I need to... This is my quiet time. Right? I don't even want my husband on the same floor as me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll literally be like, hey, I'm yes. going upstairs. Don't come upstairs. Like, I know that, like, I have to formally, especially with a baby, be like, I need a little break. You need to watch this child. Please don't be within earshot. Like, I don't. I just want my privacy and down. to just know. I, if I could, I'd drive to a gas station in the middle of the woods and poop there okay, if I could. Dramatic. Why do you if keep dropping off the screen? It's not me. It's this thing. I know it's not yeah. you. I'm just saying, why does it keep dropping off? YouTube keeps canceling me. <laughs> I'll have to have Andy take a gander at I it. think I look too much like a celebrity and it's like trademark issues. 
You don't look anything like Jackie Gleason. Well, because she's a she's a stand-up streamer. You need to be a sit-down yeah. streamer. Yeah, that's Brittany. right. That's what it that's is. That's what right. it is. Yeah. Once you learn your lesson, that's all I, I have to say. Being standing up as a woman is terrible. I gotta believe that's almost impossible, isn't it? It's not. Nothing's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing mm-hmm. is impossible. Could you pee in a men's urinal? If I if I I for sure could angle my yeah. like foot up, I'd have to like angle it up and like really lean over it. But for sure I could. Okay, we only got one minute, so I have to close with this story because it'll piss Bilski off to no end. Of course. You got you've met my friend Kendall Norberg, right? I, see, I, I always don't. Yeah, I think I finally did it. He was yeah. at your non-retirement party, right? Yes, that's yes. Exactly I fi- right. officially met then. So Kendall's a very well. They at his office behind him, his desk is a huge picture of a silverback ape. Of course. Because he looks just like a silverback ape. Ambiance. He's very big chested, big, big fit, very tough son of bitch, there's no doubt about that. So I'm not even going to say where it was because it, it was not the restaurant's fault. But Bilski went to the men's room and he's standing at the urinal. All of a sudden, some guy comes up behind him and he can't see him, of course, because he's behind him. Yeah. Guy comes up, starts dry humping him while he's peeing. And it was Kendall. Hi. <laughs> That was you a even, visceral can you even, feeling. Those two together. Picture the two of them together. And Kendall starts triumphing them at the hero. Oh, my That's God. Just, isn't that terrible? Now, and that you, you got to watch out for stream yeah, And the amount of fear, I'm sure, that went through his mind initially. Because he couldn't oh. see. Like, like, I'm in the most vulnerable position right now. I don't know who this person is. And then, yeah. I couldn't. Can you even imagine that happening to you? I can. Like, what the hell is that? That not specifically, like, that, like, that, oh, not that exact scenario happened to me. But when I was oh, at really? Camp Ripley, oh. I was uh, at... We were. It was this like after hours bunker thing, and this like high ranking officer invited us to you know all hang out. And other people had gone to smoke, and of course I was like, "Ooh, this is my time to pull up the exact music I want to listen to." Sure. So I was like looking Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, Beyonce, because of course we were listening to Old Man Rock at the moment. And Old at, Man Rock. At that moment, all of a sudden, I just felt a whole body spoon behind me and start pushing, and it was that like. Hi. Ah! Oh, oh, June came goodness. rushing in. What are you doing, Catherine? Why are you still on? It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. We're coming up. What? She looks what? so crazy. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? I have so many questions. You walk in like a TikTok star with your sunglasses and your little ring light. What did you just bring in here? She's got a ring light. Yeah. For yeah. what? Oh, thank God. I'm so glad there are some women in this studio. Oh, here we are. I needed this so bad. Honestly, now look at her right now. Did she not look just like Kristen Burt? She looks... You guys look like sisters. It was a lot of chaos busted through that door. I was... Well, there's my life right there in front of you. That's my life. I was scared. I I got scared, too. I got scared, too. I thought somebody came up behind you and started dry. I love it. Why are you guys still on air? It's 10 a.m.? Like That's why... Oh, that's funny. I love the woman. There's no question about it. It's perfect. It's what? a perfect way to end the show. Okay, well, let's yeah, let's just wrap it up with Catherine coming with a dog charging in. <laughs> I scream. Jesus, <laughs> and you screamed exactly. All right, we'll talk to you on the family show in 15 minutes. We'll talk to you tomorrow on this show. Thank you.